When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it Wednesdays here. It's Hale Varsity Radio back for you in 2024. A little bit of a breather, a hiatus, a road trip for some of us to Arizona. And uh, now we are back huddled up, ready to get all things uh, back in the world of sports. Pleasure to have you in with Hale Varsity Radio. Powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. And uh, numbers to join us today at 489-1240 or 800-825-1240. 5865. We do this. We started this tradition before the new year, probably around November. So we do roll call and uh, we give you the, the first five in the stream. You want to watch the show? You can listen across the Hale Varsity Radio Network and always catch us on YouTube, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Uh, Brennan, our friend from the Black Hills, in first, followed by Matt W. Dion. Uh, part of roll call in number three, NU Grandpa four, and then Anonymous checks in at five. Those are the five. You are one of the first five. We'll give you a roll call shout out to start the show. So we'll get into the portal. How are things looking for Nebraska at wide receiver? We'll check in. Nebraska, Indiana, big one tonight. Important stretch for Nebraska basketball. They tip off at eight o'clock at PBA. Some thoughts from the mayor. Uh, yesterday ahead of Nebraska, Indiana. So we'll gear that. College football playoff, of course. It's old Big Ten versus new Big Ten. How you feeling about that? And uh, we'll get into some uh, some NFL as well. You can email the show, Chris, at HaleVarsity.com. But before we get to portal and football and culture and opt-outs and bad bowl season, except for the college football playoff semis, Elijah Herbal, you are legend. I got to hear about Arizona. There was a tweet put up, and I got to hear about this invite-only party in Scottsdale where someone's walking around with, like, those you, – you had this as a kid for, for baseball, where it was the igloo cooler that also had the, the, the wine box trigger yeah. on it where you push the button and it, and it shoots on down like a waterfall, or you tip it forward – or your buddy holds it up and, and you drink from it, right? Well, you're at some soiree where Elijah's sitting at some massive dinner table, probably fine mahogany, uh, the table, tilts his head back, and <laughs> here comes a shot of what? What were you what were you drinking that night? Well, it was an at-home hibachi dinner, which I did not know was a thing. 
I don't know how I got an invite. Have Have you ever attended an in-home hibachi dinner? Uh, tell us on the stream, yes or no, but this hibachi dinner sounded incredible. Yeah, I don't know how I wormed my way into an invite. It was the mustache. Sure, we'll say that. Um, And while your food was cooking, they had this great deal where they'd come around (laughs) and whether you wanted or not, pour a whole bunch of sake into your mouth. Never had sake. It's like a a Japanese wine. Yeah, I I, I know what it is. I've just never tried it. I don't know if there's any left based on the shot you took. Yeah, no. uh, Well, they had plenty because it wasn't just the cooler. You, You laid out the cooler. We'll get into the, the video getting posted. I'm sure a good number of, of you out there who follow the Hale Varsity Radio account saw that on Saturday morning. At H Varsity Radio. Yeah. Uh, no free shout out. Oh, that is a free shout out. Yeah, oh. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. But no, you posted it and then it was taken down. Yeah. We'll get into that in just a sec. I would also like to add, though, there were also water guns, but instead of the water, it was sake being shot into people's mouth. It was it was a great this time. This sounds like an incredible birthday. Mm-hmm. And a video was taken of me. Which was posted on the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter. So somebody got at, your phone at seven thirty. That's what I thought. Turns out, just in some sleep-deprived state, uh-huh. I got up because I, I I did some thinking. Nobody else in the in the house that I was staying at was up at this time. It was six thirty local time. I was, as far as I know, still asleep, um, but apparently not because I'm the only person that has, sleep that has access to both this video and the the Twitter handle. So apparently, at some point on a Saturday morning. My half-awake or half-asleep brain, however you want to say it, decided to be a good idea to tweet this out and then go back to sleep, only to wake up three hours later and find this video with no caption on the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter account. In a panic, I am questioning everyone in the house, who got my phone last night? Who thought this was funny? What else has been tweeted out? What else has been posted (laughs) from the mansion? I was highly concerned. Luckily, it was just that video. Maybe I'll tweet it out. Uh, now that it, it's been a couple days, but yeah, I woke up just absolutely, I don't want to say freaking out, but I was very concerned on a Saturday morning that I, that this video was posted on the Hale Varsity Twitter account. Luckily, it seems everyone who saw it thought it was funny. It is a it, funny it, it video. Was, it was great. Uh, our friend Iowa Russ screenshotted it before it went down. <laughs> it was three hours. He had plenty of time. Well, <laughs> let's make it a little more, uh, urgent. Here's what I think happened. I think you said, oh... We're off Saturday morning from the weekend edition. Mm -hmm. Let me tweet out a reminder that there's no weekend edition this morning, and the wrong thing got tweeted. Fair enough. The timing would play out there. Yeah. Yeah. And fogged brain, sake brain, or just food coma of of, uh, hibachi madness. There's one more factor here. We flew out at 5 a.m. out of Omaha on Friday morning. Mm -hmm. And I pulled the all-nighter the night before and then pulled the all-day. So I think it was a combination of sake and, and sleep You're deprivation. what, 24, 25? 24. 24. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, not, not the way I wanted to start my weekend. The weekend went on to us uh, sleeping through the Fiesta Bowl after New Year's. So you didn't even get to the Fiesta Bowl. didn't even make it to the Fiesta Bowl. That's all right. Like, Oregon t- rolled. Tickets were brutally cheap and, and Oregon rolled, so it, it didn't really hurt us. You know, we, we woke up and it was kickoff. We went, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. And then we saw the uh, the remainder of the first half and went, ah, okay. Bowl games were just a, a no-show this year, with the exception of the college football playoff. Uh, congrats to Michigan. They owned the line of scrimmage. Uh, The Michigan case study on loyalty, maybe not cheating, we'll dive into and we'll see if there's some 
parallels to Nebraska and Matt Rule. But uh, the Washington game made me sweat a little bit. For the first time in eight years, I went down and made a wager at uh, Warhorse. Did you know? And I split. I was looking good until overtime. I took Bama. Uh, I was looking good until that 75-yard. How did Michigan do that to Bama to tie things and get it to overtime? If things would have gone uh, normally, Michigan wins in regulation 2021, and I'm fine. It was two and a half. Now, Washington took care of me, so I at least split. There's my wine slash uh, gambling update. The last time I bet was Nebraska-BYU, the infamous Hail Mary game. Uh, that worked out for me. So Washington made you sweat, too, though. My goodness. Oh, they decided to just say, hey, let's burn every trick play on a drive where we should be killing clock and uh, made it close. Texas kept going, and they got the dreaded one second again, and Nebraska Twitter erupted with Mac Brown in one second. I find that funny, even though it's still sad. So uh, <laughs> the playoff games were great. Championship game Monday is going to be intriguing and fun. But the bowl games were extremely forgettable because of well, you had departures. You had NIL situations where guys were leaving the team. Uh, you had uh, opt-outs, which isn't that new. But even the, the New Year's Day six games, uh, with the exception of really Oregon, with some of their star power still playing, everyone else kind of tapped out. Georgia and Oregon were the two programs that didn't seem to be that hurt. While Georgia did have some guys hold off on playing an air quote meaningless game, Uh, I guess, and look at Ohio State's situation. I wonder moving forward if you don't get some help with a different portal timetable, if you are able to clamp down, and I don't know how, on tampering, uh, let alone departures via NIL. I I wonder if you're going to be able to sustain these these bowl games because attendance is is sparse they're not as meaningful and from a tv standpoint ratings wise except for the playoff aren't great now you're going to have your fan base i.e in nebraska or alabama or michigan or say oregon texas i mean you you have your your florida state georgia i mean those fan bases are going to travel they're going to check it out but now at least you have an expanded playoff a year from now where there's going to be 12 teams that are playing for something still. Right now you have four, so there's that remedy. Um, Bowl-wise, Nebraska's not been in it for a while, so that's been an issue. Uh, So whatever bowl game Nebraska gets to next year will feel good, even if it is Detroit in the oil change bowl. Uh, Worst-case scenario, you're still going to – be excited for it because you've not had it for such a while but there needs to be some things going on and this michigan case study is interesting because we got to ask the question could a situation ever happen to nebraska once they get back to national national relevancy presumably uh where they have a florida state situation where all right there there won't be a situation where they're they're left out. You're either a playoff team or you're not out of the Big Ten. Top four is where you got to get to. So first you got to cross that threshold. But when I talk about the Florida State situation, 
having opt-outs and guys just check out before the season's typically done. You saw that in some lower-tier bowl games. You've Mm -hmm. seen that for years. Michigan's had guys do that four or five years ago, three or four years ago. But But it's shifted a bit. And whatever you think of Harbaugh and Michigan, a lot of that has to do with culture. Guys love playing for him. And it's it's a similar situation going into year two for Matt Rule with all the guys that had decisions to make. And we think of of, of Ty Robinson. We think of Polar Bear. We think of, uh, you know, some of the other players Nebraska has. Giff, of course, and Ben Hart. Those are the four main guys that had decisions to make that came back because they love what's going on. Uh, is that going to be more the exception or is it going to be the rule? Michigan's had a lot to play for. This is their third straight playoff, so it's a little different scenario situation. There's meaning behind what they're playing for, not so much with Georgia and Florida State. It was important, yes, but you had Georgia go about it. Florida State whined and, and didn't really uh, follow through, and they were, by the way, decimated with third-team options that really hadn't looked like they practiced all year. Yeah, and you, you talk about that that – that culture aspect of these teams that didn't have the opt-outs. And I think that as you kind of laid out the two that stand out in your memory of being the teams that didn't have the opt-outs that could have Georgia as well as uh, now it's slipping my memory. Florida state, Florida state Mm -hmm. first day back. You know how it is. It's all right. Um, But you think about the, the dichotomy there, the culture of a, of a school like Georgia, the, the culture of a school like, Oregon. I mean, that's been talked about a lot. The, the culture that Dan Lanning's brought to Oregon. What does it result in for a quote-unquote meaningless bowl game against a team like Liberty? Liberty might have come out fast, but you had a team full of guys that, that didn't opt out and were committed to that team. They wanted 12-2. Dis- and two. Despite the fact that it wasn't the season that they wanted. You know that Oregon team wanted to be playing in the playoff. The same could be said for Georgia, and there's an argument that Georgia deserved to be in the playoff. What do they do? I mean, most of their players, aside from a, a couple guys that had some nagging injuries all season long that you understand with NFL aspirations, they don't opt out. And then compared to Florida State, 19 of their 22 starters opting out, or 18, or whatever the number was. <laughs> Just the ridiculous nature there that makes you question what the Florida State culture is behind the scenes. That they, I, they, I, They'd have a, I don't want to say a coach that would let that happen because it's not on the coaches. It's, all, it's making out of his hands. Decisions, but it's how you coach the team and how you coach the guys for the three to four years before that that leads to their decision whether or not they're going to opt in for a bowl game. How much they care about their teammates. Mm-hmm. How much they care about the school they play for. How much they care about the fans. All aspects of culture that I think you can see Dan Lanning's brought to Oregon. I mean, Kirby Smart's had it at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Your Bama's, your Michigan's, they've had that for a while. You'd assume that if Washington would have missed out on the playoff. Most of those guys would have stuck around and played in a bowl game too because that's the kind of culture that DeBoer has built up there. That's what the, the differentiating factor is right now in the teams that are finding a lot of success in bowl season and aren't opting out and are treating it seriously. It's that behind-the-scenes culture that is hard to quantify but easy to see on the field. Well, it is, and, and you know, you're anxious about spring football. You're anxious about Nebraska's opportunity moving forward, but it screams very loudly about culture and really good interview with Mitch Sherman and Nick Henrich. and uh, invite you to read that on The Athletic. But it, it, it's painted pretty loudly in the, uh, the Q&A just what this first year was like for a lot of the seniors who've been through a ton and just what kind of impact 
Matt Rule, Tody White, this staff made. Anonymous checks in apparently to make the finals in the college football playoff. You just need to find a coach that can kiss can can consistently kick the crap out of Doan, <laughs> Concordia, and Hastings College. How hard can that be? Really good story from Evan Bland. We'll talk to Evan in an hour uh, about Kalen DeBoer and some of the the hardest broadcast I've ever done in my life were the Sioux Falls versus Nebraska Westland games where Nebraska Westland's a a good school and a really good program and then there's Sioux Falls who lost a whopping one or two games I think during DeBoer's tenure there where he's just smoking everybody we'll check in with Mike Babcock Babbers is coming up we'll get his thoughts on the culture that is laid down for Matt Rule, by Matt Rule, for Nebraska football. And if Nebraska can be one of those throwback programs moving forward, if the time comes when it's opt-out or play a game that, that may not be as high profile. Husker Hoops, we'll hear from the mayor, Fred Hoiberg. Big showdown with Indiana on the way with Hale Varsity.